Hello, hello, hello. It's Thursday, and you know what that means. It's time for another edition of the Big Deep Podcast. Before I bring in the day's special guests, please subscribe, like, and share the Spunky Spectrum Sports YouTube page where you can see all my content. NFL Draft next week, so I've got a bunch of videos coming out then. And also check out the Big Deep Podcast on Spotify and Apple. Well, for anybody living in the uh, greater Fort Myers, Southwest Florida area, you would, you may or may not have heard of the Florida Everglades playing just down the road from me at Hertz Arena. Well, I'm lucky enough to have one of the Florida Everglades with me today, that being uh, Michael Neffel. Michael, uh, welcome. Oh, thanks, Dylan. Thank you for having me. Can't wait to be on the show. Yeah, Michael is a... Uh, Player with the Florida Everglades. I think you're a winger, right? Yes, I'm a winger. <laughs> That's it. And that doesn't mean he's flying. That means he's flying on skates. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm. Uh, I'm typically known for being a fast player. I'm not. I'm not on the slow side. That's for sure. But yeah, if you want to put it that way, I can fly on the ice. That's for sure. Hey, hey, whether it's on two two feet or two skates, <laughs> I, I, you're not going to see Big D on on skates. Uh, my balance is incapable of skates. <laughs> That's okay. You're probably good at another sport. You're probably good at something else. Yeah. So speaking of skates, do you remember the first pair of skates you ever tried on? That's a tough one. Um, I know growing up, we mainly used a company called Graf. I don't even know if they're around anymore. G-R-A-F. Um, and this company was famous because a lot of NHL players were wearing Graf's, but also they were super comfy. They were kind of like, uh, I don't know, like they, they molded really well to your feet and everything. The only problem that the company ran into was after a while, people realized that their skates got really waterlogged. So yeah, so you imagine throughout a game, your skates getting heavier and heavier and heavier, and those that, that was more difficult for uh, for us growing up, as those things used to get waterlogged. And then I switched to Bauer, and I've been wearing Bauer ever since. Yeah, and not only do you have heavy legs throughout, later in the game, but now your skates are heavier, and if the ice and the ice is. The ice is shamed throughout the game. You're like you're like you're really gonna be jelly like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, so I've really enjoyed the Bowers and uh I think I switched to Bower when I was about 13 or 14, and I've been wearing them ever since. So I've been wearing them for the last 14 years now almost. It's crazy. It seems like a lot of guys like the Bowski, just simple. simple. <laughs> Yeah, I think the Bowers have a simplicity to them, but I think they're overall the best. You know, they don't break down very much. Um, they're very protective, you know, in case you block a shot or you get hit on the foot. And the, the boots are actually very sturdy, and you want a sturdy boot so that your feet can really pop when, uh, when you're skating. So, yeah, I think uh, definitely those Bowers are – they're my favorite. I don't think I could switch to anything else. So do you remember the first time you tried you tried actually shooting the puck? Shooting the puck. Oof. Well, it's, well, I mean, when you're born in Canada, you basically start skating when you're two. I bet you I was holding a hockey stick by the time I was three or four years old, without a doubt. 
Um, I had an older brother, Justin. Um, he played hockey. And then also my younger brother, Eric, what came after me four years later. Um, you know, he was playing hockey as early as I can remember, too. So we were all kind of, again, getting back to the pond hockey. We used to play a ton of pond hockey growing up. And, I mean, we're we're a typical Canadian hockey family, always running from rink to rink and getting practice schedules figured out. And, but yeah, I'm pretty sure shooting those pucks it had to have started at a super young age, probably four. Do you think growing up in Canton, you think because hockey's the number one sport in Canton, you're like, I've, I want to see if I can play hockey? Oh, absolutely. Just like how probably football is to the United States. Hockey's everything in Canada. I mean, all the big sponsors flock to hockey teams. Um, you know, all the biggest stadiums in Canada are all suited for hockey. Um, it's, uh, it's just something that you're born with. Like I remember the big thing for me was when I was growing up was Saturday night, we would watch the Toronto Maple Leafs games. We were huge Toronto fans. And it was on uh, CBC Canadian broadcast and uh hockey night in canada was just the greatest thing with don cherry and that's how i really got uh kind of dialed in and glued into the nhl hockey yeah don cherry with his uh checkered red suit and all yeah yeah he's always known for his fashion right he always had a couple fashion statements but yeah it was uh doug uh don cherry and uh ron mclean were the two guys we used to always see So growing up in Canada, do you have any uh, hockey role models? Role models, yeah. Um, <laughs> this goes back a while, but um, I, I I always used to stick with the Toronto Maple Leafs guys, right? So like I grew up with Matt Sunbeam, uh, Darcy Tucker, Ty Domi, um, you know Thomas Caberlé. Like these are like some of the some of the greatest Leafs that I grew up with at least. And if I'm even going back before that, my dad used to show me videos of Wendell Clark and he was a former captain of the Leafs. And he was just this do everything, hit, fight, score, check, anything you ask Wendell to do, he could. And Wendell Clark is kind of a guy that I like to model my game after. So, um, was there a what if you could just narrow it to one player? What would have been who would have been your favorite player? Oh, Either then or now. Either then or now. Uh, then for sure it was Matt Sundin. Matt Sundin wore number thirteen. I wear number thirteen. He was the captain of the Leafs. He was this big uh, Swedish player. Uh, great shot. Um, you know, leader, worked hard. I just always loved his game so much because he did a little bit of everything. Yeah, having, having the guy who can play in all kinds of roles, one of the reasons why I love Patrice Bergeron with the Boston Bruins, even though I'm not a Bruin fan by any stretches, he could play in any stretch. You need him in the face-off, face-off, power play, penalty kill, bingo, bingo, bingo. And you know what? I don't... I've seen him play for, what, 15 years? And he hasn't lost a face off yet. Yeah, yeah, I know. Patrice Bergeron will probably go down as one of the best two-way centermen in hockey history. He's going to be a Hall of Famer without a question. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and uh, how about that 
perfection line at the Olympics with Bertrand, Crosby, and Brad Marchand. Nobody's getting anywhere near Crosby. No, no, not at all. Not at all. Yeah, I've always, we've always been spoiled in Canada with some great Olympic teams. I, The one that sticks out to me the most was in 2010 when it was in Oh, Vancouver. no, you're not. You're not. We are not talking about that. No, <laughs> you're not talking <laughs> about that final in your whole in your home area in Vancouver, no less. Yeah, yeah. We won't talk about the golden goal. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so what was the first time you realized you could actually play hockey? Maybe. Um. Honestly, growing up, I was always decent at hockey. Um, I really didn't know, uh, you know, what it would do for me or the doors that would it would open until I was about fifteen or sixteen years old. Um, I was drafted to the OHL by a team called the Erie Otters. And, um, at the time I thought about playing major junior, but instead I wanted to pursue a college scholarship. So I played, uh, junior a hockey in Canada for the St. Michael's buzzers. And then right after that, I, I, decided to commit to Michigan Technological University and that's where I went to college on a hockey scholarship. It seems interesting because usually hockey players in Canada play one of the Canadian junior leagues or maybe head to a top American college, whether it be like a Michigan, Wisconsin, Harvard, Boston, Denver, I've all got great hockey programs, but you went to uh, what was it again? Miss Michigan Technological University, short as Michigan Tech. So uh, Michigan Tech is way far up north in Upper Peninsula, Michigan. Um, that sounds like it's closer to Canada than Detroit. Yeah, yeah, it is. So Houghton's about an eight-hour drive from Detroit. So it used to be about a 13-hour drive from Toronto when I used to drive up there to school. So it's much closer to Minnesota than it actually is to lower Michigan. Okay, so it's so it'd be close to the, like Minneapolis and St. Paul. Yeah, so Houghton's about a five-hour drive from Minneapolis, St. Paul. Interesting. I never I never knew that about you. So as you know, hockey players need speed. Check-in, toughness, a little bit of craft, a little bit of scoring. How hard do hockey players train in the off-season and then during the season? Yeah, that's a really good question, actually. So there are two very different things. In the off-season, you definitely uh, spend less time on the ice and you want to spend more time at the gym. And a lot of it is uh, core exercises, core stability, and then there's also a lot of leg lifting that you do. So, you know, you're talking to your squats and your deadlifts and your jumping. And then as the summer progresses, kind of when you start getting closer to, towards training camp, that's when you start hopping on the ice again and, uh, you know, working on skills, working on speed, those kinds of things. And then during the season, I mean, in pro hockey, it's pretty crazy. Like we probably only get to lift 
you're probably only in the gym once or twice a week because I mean, we're playing three or four games a week and that's already really tough on the body. So in the summer, you're mainly in the gym. And then during the season, obviously you're mostly on the ice. Is there one exercise you you uh, it, we all have that one exercise that gets us. Is there one exercise you hate doing? I hate doing? Oh, um, that's a tough one. Because um, uh, I, I, most guys don't like doing legs, and I love doing legs. But I love um, doing legs. I can't do. I love doing legs. I can't do shoulders. Yeah, I don't. I, but see, the thing is, I with upper body, too, I love chin-ups and I love bench. I love squatting and I love deadlifts for lower. Um, I guess when you're talking about the the single leg stuff, that's where it can get kind of difficult. Or oh. there was this there was another thing we used to do in college. We used to do a running test called the shuttle run. And for anybody out there from Michigan Tech, they know what the shuttle run is. It's we're running on a basketball court back and forth. And a lot of guys used to throw up during that. So probably the shuttle run I don't want to do anymore. Hey, you know what? I'm I've run five days. If you run up my alley, I'll do that. <laughs> so um so throughout the course of a game or season, hockey players block pucks. Uh do you feel anything after blocking a puck? Oh, yeah. That's actually one of my specialties. Um, our The equipment manager for the Florida Everblades, John Sellers, he's an awesome guy. Um, this year, he finally got, he ordered me a pair of skates that have shot blockers that come on them on the side. Um, maybe I'll uh, send you a, a picture of them tomorrow when I get to the rink so you understand what I'm talking about. But it's basically the stick padding on the side of the skates. So when you turn sideways to block a shot, if you get it off the foot, especially, it won't feel as as bad. But blocking shots does hurt, but it's also part of the game, and your teammates love you for it. And your coaches love it because you're sacrificing yourself. I mean, you're not the biggest guy; you're six feet. So I mean, you've got you've got to lean out a leg or lean out a pad somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Well, even though that, well, I sure hope the NHL's not watching this, although I would love it. So it seems, even though fighting has gone down, seemingly every time I see a game at Hertz Arena, the crowd really enjoys fights. I, I, I have no issue with fighting, and I bet you any hockey player will tell you that. Um, unless, unless they're fighting somebody, unless they're fighting, I mean, if you Tom Wilson's fighting one of these tough big guys, let, let him go at him. Yeah, exactly. Like, for me, I don't know. I think I have six fighting majors this year. Yeah, I think I had my sixth on uh, Saturday night, the last game, uh, when we clinched the division against Atlanta. Um, but it's a part of the game. I think, um, I think a lot of people who aren't, uh, involved in hockey, I mean, it is barbaric, don't get me wrong, but I think a lot of people who don't have a full grasp or understanding of the game won't get the fighting aspect of it, but it's a good way to show your teammates that you care. It's a good job to stick up for your teammates. And I mean, and some guys are just really good at it. (laughs) So. Who's the biggest guy you've ever fought? The biggest guy I've ever fought? Um, 
That's a good one. I'm not sure. Um, I've, I've, I have fought some tough guys, though. Like this year I fought on Saturday night. I fought Josh Thrower on Atlanta. He's a pretty tough guy. Um, and then I've also fought Steve Alexi twice this year. And Steve Alexi played in the NHL uh, for a while there. He was on the Orlando Solar Bears this year. So those are probably two pretty tough guys this year that I fought that uh, know what they're doing. You know, I've always wanted I've always wanted to know what do hockey players eat between periods because they I've heard a lot of people answer what they felt like hockey players ate between periods, especially if you're in like third period or overtime of a big playoff game. So, what do hockey players eat in between um, periods? Yeah, it's it's a personal preference. Like for me, I prefer eating before the game. I don't really eat during games. I I just don't I don't have the appetite for it. Like some guys are feel tired and they feel like they have to eat. For me, I just I drink a lot of water I, and I drink a lot of water with electrolytes in it. So we have these electrolyte tablets that you throw in the water and they kind of fizz around for a second and then you drink those. Those are my favorite. But yeah, during games, I can't eat. My stomach's just shut off I, I can't eat at all during games and then if I look around the room I see some guys that eat oranges they eat bananas uh granola bars um yeah those are really the kind of the three big ones that people eat I've heard I've heard rumors back to, I'm not sure if it's true that the day that guys used to eat pizza between periods and I'm like is that true <laughs> yeah probably back in the day I could imagine um it wasn't too long ago in the NHL where, you know, it was crazy where guys used to, you know, drink beer and eat pizza in the room and smoke cigarettes <laughs> on the bench and stuff like that. So <laughs> I think the game's changed a lot in that aspect. There's definitely let nobody just, smoking cigarettes on the say, bench anymore. Let's just say this. The cuisine has gotten way better. Yeah, yeah. Nutrition's uh, come to the forefront now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Instead of uh, pizzas, it's protein balls. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, funny story. If you see, if you see my friends Lori and Ryan's sailor, he actually, Mike actually works for them before I'm doing, and and then in the off season. Yeah, I I love it. Um... You know, I'll I'll forever be grateful to Lori and Ryan for uh, giving me the opportunity for work to work for their company. Um, Nathan Perkovich does it as well for our team. Um, I mean, it's just a lot of fun. It's definitely hard work, but I'll always be thankful because he's taught me so much. And you know, it's it's just nice having a steady job in the off season now, which is which is fun and. You know what? And I love the team at RDS too. Everybody's good people, and all they want to do is teach you and help you out. Yeah, and just having positive people, positivity goes a long way nowadays. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so uh, business talk now. So for your Blades fans, Mike and company will be in action starting them all with the Kelly Cup playoffs getting underway. You play the. Greenville Swamp Rabbits. Yes, Greenville Swamp Rabbits. Whoever came up with half these teams in the East. Yeah, yeah that's a wild name. That's a funny one. 
Yeah, I can get blades. I can get some. I can get. Uh, I think like Orlando's team, the Solar Bears. Yeah. But Swamp Rabbits, that's not a hockey team. That's like a. That sounds more like a basketball team. Yeah, you should take a look at their symbol too. It's pretty funny. It's a rabbit holding a carrot stick. It's pretty funny. <laughs> well, we just well we just went through Easter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. So, um, obviously, last year didn't go well, losing in the first round. So, so um, you think the Blades can make a deep run, get the top seed this year? But we've seen top seeds go down. Is there? What do you think the uh, I can't even the uh, Swamp Rapids will show tomorrow? Because it's going to be it's going to be a tough battle, and uh, you know these guys. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, definitely the league's been pretty tight this year. I think in previous years, you know, we had clinched first place with some games and some time in hand, you know. But, um, I mean, out of Greenville tomorrow, I think we're going to see uh, a fast team, uh, a heavy-hitting team, a team that likes to get under your skin. And I think from our standpoint, the most important thing is you can't get thrown off your game. You have to go out there. You have to play. You have to perform. You have to do everything that you've learned and you've done properly throughout the year that's gotten you to this point. And also, in, I mean, in terms of our team, I really like this team. I think we have a good group of hardworking character guys that are ready to go to war for each other. And that's what the playoffs are. It's a war. Yeah, and you and I feel like you almost look at the playoffs as a new season because everybody's zero zero because you might be better man for man, team for team, but if you're better, but if one team's better four out of seven, I think it's four, I think it's four out of seven in all the rounds, right? Yes, correct. Best of seven series. Then you can win. I mean who would have predicted the Columbus Blue Jackets shocking the Tampa, sweeping the Tampa Bay Lightning 4 nils 2019, I think it was. Yeah, it was 19. It was pretty crazy. That still pains me as a Bolt fan to this. <laughs> yeah, but you've had some good years lately. Me, not so much. Toronto Maple Leafs fan, we haven't won a cup since 67. Oh, gosh. Yeah, 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 it looks like the Bolton Leafs might play in the first round. Yeah, exactly. Unless the, we'll Bruins, unless, on it. unless the Bruins mess it up and then one of us is playing the Hurricanes. Yeah. So, uh, for your Blades fans, last time Florida won the Kelly Cup was in 2012, and I was actually at that game. It was overtime, and we won in a couple minutes in overtime. And I don't think I've ever heard heard Serena louder for a hockey game, basketball game, or concert. How would it feel like to uh, hoist the Kelly Cup in a, in a few weeks? It would be everything. It really would be. Um, you know, at every level I've played at, I've always had uh, success in the playoffs. In junior hockey, I won a championship with the St. Mike's Buzzers. And then in college, I won a championship with the Michigan Tech Huskies. So uh, I'm still looking for my Kelly Cup and my first uh, 
professional championship, and I think this year is the team that's going to do it. I like the confidence, not not cockiness, but confidence in you, Mike. So thank you for hopping on. We wish you and the Blades well in the Kelly Cup playoffs. And uh, if you need to, if you need to deliver a hit, send a message. Do it, but do it legally and in professional manner. And always stick up for your teammates. Awesome. Thanks, Dylan. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it.